630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Remember Paralyzers? Boring. Oh, with I the, still love Paralyzers. There should not be milk in a cocktail. Oh, why not? Give me a white Russian. How about that? Nobody's mm-hmm. ordering that anymore. Mm-hmm. It is all fancy dancy. You're they're using liqueurs that we have never even heard of before. They're using something called Bitters, although bitters have been around, they've been around forever, haven't forever. They? Yeah, uh, I think used medicinally, uh, and now yeah, my grandma always called it her medicine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we have a whole week here in Edmonton that we can celebrate Edmonton's cocktail scene, and we're talking mocktails as well because those have come a long way from the Shirley Temple for sure. Uh, we've got a couple of guests in studio. We have Dan St. Pierre. He's the executive director of. Alberta Craft Distillers Association. We've got Keenan Pascal, founder of Token Bitters. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, why don't we start with the cocktail week? What is this? Where did this come from? When did this start? Why have I missed it? Oh, man. So <laughs> this is going to be the first ever Edmonton Cocktail Week. Nice. And full shout out to our, our boss, yeah. essentially, <laughs> our friend and co-founder, Faiza Ramji. She's the founder of Field Notes. And she makes some incredible liqueur products. She makes an Amaro out of peas. She makes this Jaya Chai liqueur, which we're going to build into a cocktail here. Um, it, it, beautiful stuff. But this was her brainchild. And there's city all over the, the the planet that do these cocktail weeks. And we thought, Edmonton's got this killer restaurant scene, mm-hmm. this killer cocktail culture. We've got amazing bars. Um, but let's put this all together. we got independent retailers. we got one of the most open liquor markets in the country. And most importantly, Alberta has the most incredible agricultural product in the country. And in the Edmonton region, we have some of the best grains. So grain to glass, the stuff that distillers are producing, the stuff the guys like Keenan are producing with his bitters, Fiza. Let's put that all together. Let's get Edmontonians out of their house into a local restaurant to support that during a, a down season. Let's celebrate our bartenders. Let's have a competition for bragging rights. Uh, and let's bring distillers into the city to have a bit of a symposium. So we're doing it all this week. It's going to be a blast. That's awesome. I'm, I'm I'm opening a whiskey bar and calling it Grain to Glass. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Do it. I'm, I don't know if anybody else has it, but I love that. Cocktails have come such a long way. There is a show on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but uh, it was like it, the first challenge. I, I tune in and they're like, you have an hour and a half to make a drink. And I'm like, what? What do you need an hour and a half for? But they're mixing and brewing and, and uh, infusing and uh, it's it, it blows my mind what they're doing with drinks and like I said this applies to mocktails as well. You want one of the Edmonton bartenders out there to make the essential the quintessential Edmonton drink. That's part of of cocktail week right? Sure is. Yeah, we wanted to see uh, what bartenders across the city, bartenders in some of these great restaurants could come up with. And think about, in this bartender competition, think about what is a creation that says Edmonton in that glass. So it's an interesting challenge. Um, and I think, like, I'm I'm super excited uh, on Monday. So Monday, March 4th, is the bartender competition at Foo's Repair Shop. Mm. Tickets are on sale, edmontoncocktailweek.com. Um, but we've got eight finalists here. We're going to do two rounds of competition, and they're going to duke it out for the first ever Edmonton Cocktail Week champion. 
Uh, Keenan, uh, you're the founder of Token Bitters. Uh, I, I assume that any kind of a great cocktail needs to have bitters in it. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. our pre- preference for sure. What the hell are bitters? I, I get so confused. Yeah, so bitters are essentially like the spice rack for your bar. So just oh, imagine, that's well done. Yeah, there you go. Grain to glass, spice rack to your bar. You got, you got a couple notes now. Um, so yeah, so essentially what you can do, it just enhances the flavor. So it'll bring out different profiles. It'll kind of tweak a drink. So you don't use it to like overpower the drink. It kind of just adds to it. So that's why we work really closely with the distillers associations and different groups because we kind of fit into all different areas in terms of the cocktail scene. And you could put bitters in the most unusual things. You can put it in like sparkling water. You can yep. put bitters in your coffee yep. and tea and Absolutely. it just changes the flavor immediately. Like you got to do one of those Pepsi taste tests yeah. with your tea or coffee before a couple of shots of bitters. Yep. And you just need a couple drops, right? Yeah. And after it, it brings out different notes that you hadn't tasted before. Absolutely, like we're working right now on an Edmonton project, which is bitters and soda, just in a can. Oh. Working with a couple of the breweries here to bring that out, but yeah, that same concept is bitters is it's quite universal, and that's why you're also seeing it a lot in mocktails because it can still bring that feel that people are looking for, but you know, without the alcohol. But are you creators of the ingredients, or are you also creators of the cocktails? So you have the bartender competition going yeah. here, but I'm curious, either Dan or Keenan, whether either of you do you consider this a craft that you like to do as well? Are you creative in your drink creations? I personally am terrible. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> great, because you're gonna make us yeah, one here I, in a moment. So you're gonna win it, but. I used to work at like nightclubs where it's like, you know, more than two ingredients. And I was like, oh, no, this is not getting served. But the. Right, Coke, right, yeah, Coke, exactly. rum, Coke, rum, Coke, yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the scene here has just evolved so much. Yeah. Like, James, uh, like, we, Edmonton has like one of the world's best bartenders. Yeah, James Grant. Yeah. Yeah, he exactly. now works in Toronto at yeah. Uh, yeah. the Fairmont yeah, there. Like yeah. We, when Baiju first opened, we did a cocktail competition with, uh, when, with him right when we started Token Bitters. And that's how we really blew up. And we did bar competitions in Japan and did all these fun things. But when you sit down and watch these, they're basically artists. They're mm. crafts they make with their cocktails. It's just, that's why we want to celebrate them. Oh, you bet. Uh, so you're going to make an old fashioned, which yeah. so many people are drinking right now. Yeah. And you're wow. going to use uh, bitters. So, so tell us how you're using them. And, and they're not the traditional ones. It's only the Angostura one that, uh, or the you know the orange yeah, flavored ones the, the, is kind of the go-to, the classic, right? For sure. But you say like, you can experiment. So so you can you can can you can you pour and talk at yeah, the same I time? Can, okay. I can wing it while we go, and then just to give you guys kind of the spark notes of it with uh, with bitters. The way we make it, we actually buy like the the moonshine from one of the distilleries. So in most mm-hmm. cases, we use Hanson Distillery. Mm-hmm. So we bring it in, and then our team has different flavor profiles. So they just basically put all the botanicals in like mesh bags, and they let it sit in the distillers like moonshine so before we buy it at like 95% before it turns into mm-hmm. gin or vodka and like that's where we pull the flavor profiles out mm-hmm. and then that gives you the foundation for a f- old fashioned so traditionally an old fashioned is like bourbon the sweetener so you can just use sugar water I brought simple syrup because I'm lazy um, <laughs> you can use and then you add bitters to it really that's that's the cocktail it's mm-hmm. one of the easiest things home bartenders that's people's kind of go to but now with all the kind of evolution we're going to put an ounce of Jaya in it. So it's a chai liqueur to give that a nice little twist. So you'll see, you see, you'll get the bourbon or morning kick. We can put the coffees away. And then the uh, the chai liquor in a old fashioned, it just kind of shows the versatility of it. And you brought two different bitters. So can you make two drinks, one with each of one the bitters? Each. And maybe we can we can try yeah, and we can see see the, the different going. notes. Uh, so if you want to start doing that, yeah, you uh, down. yeah we'll, we'll grill down <laughs> on what else is coming up on uh, Edmonton Cocktail Week. Absolutely. So, it, I mean, we're thrilled with actually the, the participation. So we've got uh, a, a bunch of downtown Edmonton restaurants. We're, we're so appreciative of Edmonton downtown 
Small Business Association for supporting this idea, the concept. So uh, we got a number of participating restaurants who are going to have feature menus with specially designed and created cocktails and mocktails, mm-hmm. specifically for Cocktail Week. And everybody's keeping price points in sort of this affordable range right now, too, because we're paying attention to what's going on in the world, and we want to make sure that it, there's a reason for people to come downtown and experience this stuff. Um, but uh, so restaurants across downtown, again, EdmontonCocktailWeek.com is where you're going to find that information. We've got the bartender competition Monday, March 4th to kick the whole week off. It's going to be at Foos. We're expecting 100, 150 people to come and watch these folks put on a show. We're excited about that. We've got Phil Wilson. We've got Jacqueline Jasek. Um, and we've got uh, Nikki Willis from Foos judging the competition. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be wicked. We've got a number of events that establishments like Bar Clementine, uh, Guru, uh, Baiju is going to do a celebrity competition that they built just on their own. They said, this sounds great. We want to be a part of it. Um, And we're doing also for industry a bit of a distiller symposium. So an industry-focused day on economic development, business development, export development. Thank you to to, uh, Edmonton Global for helping us build out this economic development piece specifically to help these guys generate ideas around revenue, new markets to enter, all of those things. So um, we got a number of sponsors who got behind us right away. Keel and Company, um, MMPs involved with us, as I mentioned, Edmonton Global. We've got the Edmonton Downtown Business Association um, and and many others. So it's going to be a full week. Perfect. Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a quick break while, while Keenan's clinking ice. I had to turn his mic off because the ice cubes were so loud. We'll come up, we'll check this stuff out uh, here in just a couple of minutes. Let you know how it is. Stick around. I don't know if you needed to make drinks this big. <laughs> we, we just needed sort of, you know, a, a little bit of a sample, but uh, we appreciated but, old yeah. fashions at 8 o'clock in the morning. You bartend to scale. That's just yeah, what you exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Try to move product. We are, t- we are talking to Edmonton. We were talking about Edmonton's first cocktail week, and we're talking to Dan St. Pierre, executive director of the Alberta Craft Distillers Association, and Keenan Pascal, owner of Token Bitters. And so you've made a couple of old fashions with uh, two of your bitters. So the traditional orange bitter, which you would put an old-fashioned, and then a, a cherry bitter, and I'm, I'm expecting them to taste a little bit different, but the thing with bitters, you're not putting a bunch in. You're just putting a few drops in, or how much are you putting in? Yeah, you put kind of like a dash, is, is kind of the, the level. So If people aren't using up all your bitters, how are you making a living? Because, you know, I'll come back in five years when yeah. I've finished the two bottles that I bought. <laughs> yeah, so we use a lot of it into, like, the restaurant side of things. Okay. Uh, that, okay. That's Good. a big... And for us, like, we got into mocktails last year, so that's been... Oh, you know, I was going to cheers. Oh, oh, yeah, mocktails. Yeah, yeah. Be huge difference, right? Exactly. Cheers. So you put... Oh, oh that's delicious. Um, so this Our, has got the uh, the orange in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay to experiment, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Like, where there's no rules and kind of... It's like cooking. Like you can get creative as you want, you can spin it up, you can little subtle changes makes the makes the drink. So like with the little ingredients here, we could probably have created three, probably four different old fashioned. So that first one was really good. That was the orange one, and then yeah. Stacy, you just tried the one with the cherry. It is different. Yeah. It's, it just brings out different yeah, uh, flavors of the bourbon. Uh, I was just saying during the break, I put a bunch of shot glasses of bourbon, and I put different flavors of bitters in it, and it just brings out different notes. So one tastes more caramely. One, you know, exactly. it, it just is. Yeah. One's a little bit more smoky, and it was a great afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, thing, the, the thing about this too, right? So the creativity is endless. You can experiment. You can play around. But the other thing 
thing too is um you know the the cocktail element um there's all there's such an array of products and sort of you know, um, there's well-priced, but it's just, they're designated premium products, but they're well-priced products. Um, and you can play with these different levels of quality and you can play with, uh, you know, different ages of liqueurs, different things like that. And you can come up with a million different flavor notes um, in a single type of cocktail, put your own signature, your own flavor on it. How important was it to you guys to, to also do the so-called mocktails, the alcohol-free cocktails to draw in that group? Because there's some people that just, they don't want to have alcohol. Well, like I took mine down the wrong way, uh, but how important was it to open up and make sure that you're 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 enveloping and welcoming the the group of like mocktails? Well, so I think for us it was really important to be as inclusive as possible, mm-hmm. and you can be creative with flavors in a glass without alcohol content. And you know, Keenan can can speak more from the the token side of what he's doing with mocktails, but you know, AGLC was was kind enough to to come on board as one of our partners, partly because we also wanted to tell a bit of that drink sense story as well and socially responsible responsible consumption. So I think it's important that we have, you know, choice for all kind of Edmontonians to come out um, and you can participate. You know, all these drink feature menus at restaurants, they'll have uh, mocktail options with the cocktail options. So you're you're not missing out. You've got your tumbler glass, you've got ice in it, you've got a drink that you can enjoy that's had thought and creativity put into it. So it's very important to highlight that element from that socially responsible consumption side. Yeah, and to, to add to that, like our, our big goal is to just get people out, get people downtown, get people back in the restaurants. And, and yeah, like people do look at, you know, hangovers and, and wellness as something mm-hmm. that they're looking at during the week for sure of like, hey, I'm not going to go out and have, you know, six six old fashions. Yeah. Maybe I'll have one and then I'll switch to a mocktail. Mm-hmm. And the evolution of mocktails has been, been massive. Like, you no longer just get it in a big soda cup and here's your straw and you, people you know know you're not drinking now you're the mocktails they look like cocktails they yep. taste like cocktails they're so much more mature so you're not having that kind of social awkwardness of oh you're not drinking tonight why are you, are you pregnant yeah exactly yeah. so they, i think you're just seeing that evolution and and the younger generations like we see it a lot in our business is like there's a shift towards mocktails or just more of a balance okay. and people just you know have one and then the back and forth and they feel that so yeah mocktails are just becoming a huge market and across the across the board so i guess you can see that that's uh, the, the showy event the marquee event is the bartender competition once again are there tickets still available for that there are yep. tickets still okay. available yeah. imagecocktailweek.com and then you can get other details on what the other events are going on the other organizations the restaurants the bars that are taking part absolutely and i will just add to really quickly so we're thrilled to be partnered with edify magazine as well and the winner of the bartender competition their cocktail will be featured at edify's best restaurants event can so. you give us a hint on what what people think might be in a quintessential Edmonton cocktail because you've already you've already uh, there's already some that have been vetted yeah I mean um we don't want to give too much away. I mean, I think... Uh, give a, a little. Give is a there a little. common ingredient, or yeah, is there a, a, a common I mean, theme? A couple ounces of the North Saskatchewan. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, clutch. No, it's uh, water. I don't <laughs> know. It's, uh, there's some really creative stuff, and I think it's, you know, when you think about Edmonton's art scene, culture scene, food scene... Yeah. Um, you think about there's stuff in there even you know that that I think highlights for sort of the sporting heritage of the city too. Like there's mm-hmm. some really interesting stuff yeah. in here. Look at Donair um, bitters and pine yeah. bitters. All right, <laughs> exactly. no, that's where we're going. No way. Yeah. No, green, no, green onion cake cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a green onion cake beer, so that's uh, it's not that far off. Not that far off. Not that far off at all. Thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Dan St. Pierre, really executive director of Alberta Craft Distillers Association, and Keenan Pascal, founder of Token Bitters, and a hell of a old-fashioned maker How as well. How on earth are we going to get through these?
Well, we'll I guess we'll, we're going no, home at six. Mugs. We'll, we'll power through. <laughs> it is 8.24. Justin Durbin keeping an eye on the roads uh, for us this morning. Good morning. Stacey, well, we are keeping our eye on a fairly nice-looking back half of the drive. We are still dealing with some volume working its way through on the White Mud eastbound in between the Twilliger Corner and the Rainbow Valley Bridge through that construction. Some good news, we are clear of that collision 142 straight at 115th Avenue. That stall 137th Avenue westbound towards St. Albert Trail has been cleared as well. We do have that stall along 82 Street southbound just south of 153 Avenue. Stalled bus in the right lane. You'll need to stay left. This Friday, two Wednesday Visit Shoppers Drug Mart for the bonus redemption event to get more for your points. A Shoppers Drug Mart exclusive, valid in-store and online. From the Global One Traffic Center, I'm Justin Durbin. Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630Chad. Right now at Arby's, you can get two jalapeno beef and cheddar sandwiches for just 12 bucks. That's twice the juicy seasoned roast beef and twice the jalapenos and cheddar cheese sauce. But what about the red ranch sauce and toasted onion roll? Where's the love for those? They're just as important to this delicious two-for-twelve-dollar deal, right? Maybe. Maybe not. Better get two of them and find out for yourself. Arby's. We have the meats. At participating Arby's for a limited time. Your life <laughs> is anything but ordinary. Han, Gong Gong says the family's visa is approved. All eight of them are coming to stay. ATB is defying convention on traditional mortgages for in-law suites, laneway homes, and more. For advice and solutions that help you plan for... <sighs> We're going to need more space. Come talk to the experts at ATB. There's nothing quite like the taste of a tall, cool glass of foam. What? What kind of commercial is this? I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? If the government raises a tax on beer by another 5% on April the 1st, it'll be like buying beer and getting a big glass of foam, eh? A message from Beer Canada. Stop the beer tax hike. Visit hereforbeer.ca. Oh, nice mustache, eh? So let me get this straight. You boys have four kinds of diamonds? Yes, Fiona. We have two kinds of natural diamonds. Traditional and non-traditional. And two kinds of created diamonds. Colorful and colorless. And we also have lots of different shapes of these four kinds of diamonds. How many stores carry four kinds of diamonds? I've never heard of any other store that does. So why do you do it? A diamond engagement ring is a symbol of love like no other. And Spence is a store like no other. Spence. Located across from West Edmonton Mall. From New York, Shenyun Performing Arts returns with a brand new production. You are not just watching a performance, you are witnessing a culture reborn. Come and see what the world has been waiting for. China Before Communism, live on stage. Let 5,000 years of beauty, wisdom, humor, and drama lift your spirit. Returning to Edmonton's Jubilee Auditorium from April 12th through the 14th. Get your tickets today at Shenyun.com. Edmontonians, do you bleed orange and blue? Delve into the heart of everything Oilers with Oilers Now, only on...
on 630 Chad. Tune in weekdays from 5 to 7 p.m. as Bob Stoffer, the voice of Oilers hockey, delivers the inside scoop with exclusive interviews, expert analysis, and phenomenal surprise guests. Don't miss a second of the conversation. Discover the heartbeat of your Oilers on 630 Chad, the official voice of the Edmonton Oilers. This is the Crystal Glass Sports Desk on 630 Chan. For all your glass needs, crystalglass.ca. Aiden Gannon, what you got for us, boss? Well, the Oilers had a lot of reasons why they won last night in the 3-2 overtime game against the Blues. Zach Hyman, Connor McDavid, and Stuart Skinner were all at the top of their game, but so was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The veteran Oilers, a 200-foot player, we all know that, but two assists in the game as well. Stuart Skinner saw his teammates play. If we win this game, it's that's a huge moment of uh, you know that's a huge reason why you know when when guys put in that type of effort, you know that's doing the things that are hard, and ultimately doing the hard things will win you games. The group carries their two-game win streak to Seattle, looking to make it three on Saturday. After that, they come right back to Rogers Place to then host the Penguins. Looking over at the rest of the league, Rangers-Columbus was guaranteed to be good. Columbus upset New York only three days ago, so there's a lot of bad blood between the two. New York won it pretty one-sided this time, 4-1. to one. In football, Miami Dolphins wide receiver is fi- or Tyree Kill is finding himself in legal trouble. Uh, social media influencer Sophia Hall is suing him for assault and battery, claiming that he broke her leg while they did a drill outside of his Florida mansion last summer. She's seeking $75,000 in damages. And in baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers brought in Yoshinobu Yamamoto from Japan's top league, expected him to make an instant impact. On his first batter in MLB spring training, he had a six-pitch strikeout. No easy batter either. Rangers all-star Marcus Semien. That is your look at sports. All right, uh, thanks so much, Aiden. We're going to check in with uh, Shay about what's coming up on his show. And we're also going to give away some more Jan Arden, Rick Mercer tickets. This was a little bit of them at a donkey sanctuary about 10 years ago near Calgary. You know your song, Good Mother, which I love. Yes.